0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Extraordinary Talk Show with your host, Della Hill. That's me, Della Hill, and it's another Monday afternoon. I hope you guys had a great weekend, and I hope that for you, Monday is a happy thing and not a stressful otherwise thing as as we often kind of expect it to be. Turn that around for yourself. All right, I'm going to start by telling you guys, as always, please do not believe a word that I say. There's a lot of things that I'm gonna tell you that I believe are true. I wouldn't tell you these things if I didn't find truth in them myself. However, just cause I say they're true, just cause I find them true, doesn't mean that they're gonna be true for you. And I encourage you to consider all of these things, all these pieces of mental chewing gum that I can give you and consider for yourself what truth is in them. And if you don't find those things to be true, what things are true for you instead. Because remember, there's not one way to God. There's about seven billion ways to God. And I'm here to share, you, share with you some ways that I've learned about and some things that I've come to understand about how the universe works and what love is and how you can find greater happiness in your life. And I know that these things work because I'm trying and testing them in my own life. And I encourage you to not only ponder these things, but do some tests. Try these things out. If I give you a concept or idea, test it and see if that actually works for you. Because here's a really interesting thing. Words don't teach. It's only personal experience that teaches. That's something that Abraham Hicks says. And Mark Twain says something like, humans are really interesting in that they can know something and not yet believe it. So when Abraham Hicks says, words don't teach, personal experience teaches, what it means is you can get the words and then you know a thing. But it's not until you experience it personally that you gain a belief in that. And that's why if you feel like you understand the law of attraction, but you feel like it's still, you're still not getting that full grasp on it, you might understand the, the verbal concepts that you could explain to somebody. But until you have actually practiced these things in your life, and really giving it a test in small scale to gain some faith in it, that's how you move it up to the greater belief in the larger scale. But words will only give you the information that you then have to throw some faith into and practice some personal experience and try these things out for yourself. And that's how you really gain the knowledge of these things. And I think that I can say that because I was on these this show 3 years ago sharing some of these concepts that I myself was still only understanding the words of. They made a whole lot of sense to me so I wanted to share them. And over the last 3 years, I've gained a lot more understanding of these things uh, through my own personal experience. I've gained not just a knowledge of how the idea works, but the understanding and the belief that these things work and how they work because I'm practicing them and I'm seeing the amazing results in my own life. So again, just because it's working for me doesn't mean you should do it my way. But if I can offer you some guides and some insight and some input from which you can build on to figure out how you should live your life, that's what I want to do for you. Today, I want to talk to you about the perfection in everything. This is a concept that, again, I've been going over with some mental chewing gum in my mind for a while now. It was a while back, at least a year ago, that I truly came to understand the perfection of timing. That when you just trust timing, it works out for you. And I'll save all of that for a whole other show, but timing is one example of how things will always work out for you if you just trust that the path is already there. You just got to keep driving down the road. And I found this to be the case even last night where I was hanging out with some friends and we were having a good time. So I wasn't in a rush to leave, but it didn't occur to me that I needed to hit the auto body shop to buy some oil from my car before it closed at 10 p.m. And with all of that, I didn't worry. I didn't stress and I didn't jump up when I was hanging out with my friends and say, oh, no, I have to go. I I just figured, you know what, whatever happens is going to work out exactly the way it's supposed to. And if that means I don't get the oil for my car tonight, then I'll find a way to do it tomorrow. And I'm not going to, I just know it's going to work out. As it was, I found one store that had this oil I needed that was still open till 10 o'clock. And I pulled in the parking lot at 9.57 and I got the oil I needed. And I was able to... Accomplish what I needed to accomplish. Now, when I was growing up, there was a scripture that I was taught to me, and it was a scripture that still rings true to me to this day. And it's First Nephi 3.17, and it says, I will go and do the things which the Lord hath commanded. For I know that the Lord giveth no commandment unto the children of men, save he shall prepare a way for them, that they may accomplish the thing which he hath commanded them. And the really beautiful thing about that is that's how it works. God says, if God says, hey, I want you to go from A to B to C, you don't have to figure out how to do that on your own. He's already figured out your whole rule book. He's got the map laid out. The scary thing is that you don't see the map. He does. And you just have to keep putting your foot in front of you and keep moving forward and trust that the path will continue to be laid in front of you the way that it's exactly supposed to be. And the beauty of it is the more you trust it, the more you acknowledge the perfection of your path without you having to do anything on your own, the easier and easier it gets, the smoother and smoother the path gets. Here's a big, big problem. It's really difficult to look around and see the perfection in everything around us when we've been taught that everything is imperfect. We have an idea that we've been raised with in our families, in our schools, in our religions, in our cultures, that there is an ideal of perfection. And it doesn't matter what it is that you're talking about. If it's it's a perfect marriage or if it's a perfect church or if it's a perfect skin tone, we... Sometimes we're told with words, and sometimes we receive implications f- from which we make inferences from the things that are around us in our society and our culture. And the idea that we get is that there's always something better, no matter it is the, what it is we're talking about, the house you live in or the car that you drive, or how tall you are, or how big your mascar- how big your ma- eye lashes are. There's always something better. We're taught and we're told always that there's always something better. And the other implication of that is if there's always something better, then what you have isn't good enough. And I want to tell you that is a lie. There is an idea that there's always something more to work forward to. There is an idea that there's always ways that we can be improving ourselves and bettering our own lives. We can always be reaching forward, but that doesn't mean that what we have and who we are right this minute isn't already perfect. Let me say this to you, and I've said this before. The problem is not that you are imperfect. The problem is that you are perfect And you don't know what perfect is. Don't you know that girl who's really beautiful and she can't see it? There's a band boy song about it. You don't know you're beautiful. Guys, I'm telling you, you don't know you're beautiful. You are perfect. And not just you, but everything around you everything that happens to you, every resource that you have available to you, all of these things are perfect. But the more you trust in the perfection of them, the more you see them, the more they become available to you. The more you stress and the more you try to control it and make it happen on your own, the more the gears grind. The way you stop the gears from grinding is by getting out of the way. Use some WD-40 of your faith that it's all going to work out as, exactly as it is supposed to. Now, the scary thing, one of the scary things about that is that we usually have an idea of how we want it to work out. And we have this expectation that it needs to work out that way. And then if it doesn't work out that way, we get upset. And sometimes what we don't realize is that the thing that happened instead is even better than what you wanted to happen. But if you hold on to this tight, tight, tight idea of what you must have happen, you're going to be disappointed in anything else that happens, even if it's better. It's almost like when you have your three-year-old who asks you, hey, can we have chicken nuggets for dinner? And you say, sure. And then instead, you end up going to the buffet where they have not only chicken nuggets, but everything else that you know your toddler loves. However, your toddler is stuck on this idea, but I wanted chicken nuggets. And they throw an ever-loving fit. And come on, we've, I'm teasing about the toddler, but we've all been guilty of it as adults too. That we're not getting our chicken nuggets. And what that three-year-old doesn't understand is that what is only a car ride away is chicken nuggets and everything else. When we hold tight to our expectation and idea of how we want things to be, mom might even give in and say, never mind, I'm not taking a screaming child to a restaurant and you're going to get your chicken nuggets at home. But you don't even know what you missed out on because you had, were holding too tightly to that idea and that expectation. I promise you, I encourage you to test this. Because as I've come to understand this concept, it has become easier for me and the things around me have become easier for me. And I have found resources that were available to me that I never knew were available to me, literally within arm's reach or a short walk away. If you can test this out, Work it out in your mind in whatever mental chewing gum way you need to, in a way to find a way that feels right, that feels good for you. And in small steps, begin trusting this. One small step is to say, I trust in the perfection of everything. Just say it. Say, I'm grateful for all of the perfect things around me. And that might be easier to say, because if you say, I trust in the perfection of everything, and you don't believe that, you're going to feel a disconnect between your spirit and your mind. Because your spirit knows that it's true, but your mind doesn't believe it, so you feel a dis- that disconnect there. And it's difficult to manifest with that disconnect. You need to have that, discon- that full connection for manifestation. So if it's too hard for you to say, I trust in the perfection of everything, say this. I am grateful for all of the perfect things around me. Because even if you don't believe that everything is perfect you can know that there are things around you that are perfect and you can start by being grateful for those things. And as you are grateful for those things, as you appreciate those things, those things appreciate. Do you get it? It's simple verbology. As you appreciate something, the things you appreciate, appreciate. So start by appreciating the little perfect things around you that you know are there. Even if you can't see them, you know that there's some perfect things around you. It might be a flower that you walked past, whether you noticed it or not, but that flower was perfect. It might be the smile that you're wearing that you can't even see and don't know you have on that's perfect. Start by being grateful for the things that are perfect around you. And as you do that, you'll start to notice more. As I've told you before, and as hopefully you know from other things, you can only have in your reality what you believe in. If you don't believe in ghosts, you are never going to see a ghost. If you don't believe in the possibility that ghosts exist, you are never going to interact with a ghost. And if you don't believe that good things can happen for you, you're never going to allow good things to happen for you. But honey, you deserve good things to happen to you. As you appreciate the perfect things around you, those things will appreciate. You will see more of them. It's like having good ghosts. The more and more you start to think that maybe the ghost exists, the more likely you are to get a hint of it. The more you trust that hint, the more likely you are to think that maybe it does exist and be willing to see it around a corner. Except I'm not talking about scary ghosts, and those exist whether or not you believe in them, as I just said. But think about the happy things. Think about the warm, the warm fuzzies, not the cold pricklies. These things exist. They're perfect around you and as you notice them around you, you will notice them more and more and more around you. As you appreciate them, they will appreciate and you will notice more perfection around you and then you will see more perfection around you and it grows with interest. And As you begin to see more of the perfect things around you, the flip-flop version of that, what happens is you trust it more and as you trust it more, you see more and as you see more, you trust it more and so it starts by manifesting being able to see small moments and small items of perfection around you and that grows and grows and grows until you get to the point where you can look around and say I think everything around me is exactly perfect and as it should be and what that means is that I can't need anything because if everything is perfect then I always have every resource that I'm ever going to need at my fingertips Pause for a water sip. So, when my brother, my older brother Michael, was serving a mission in South America, he stopped one day and visited with a Catholic priest. And he had a really delightful visit with this Catholic priest. He really came to, and maybe it was a retired Catholic, Catholic priest. But my brother came very shortly to gain a respect for this man for his understanding of God, for his understanding of the laws of loving one another. And my brother found himself very quickly learning from this man. And they discussed some of my brother's life up to that point. And this man asked to see my brother's hand. And as he looked at my brother's hand, he pointed out some things where some lines were and where some breaks in lines or deep lines were and explained to my brother, oh yes, you, as you said, your family is this and you're the second out of seven and you've experienced this and, and you hope to do these things in the future, just as we've discussed. And your hand agrees and tells me all that, all that those things are true and also consider this and this. And this blew my brother's mind because the idea that there could be such perfection in the wrinkles in his hand had never occurred to him. It wasn't a thing that, that type of thing was never taught in my childhood or around us. So it wasn't something he had been exposed to. And he even had a lot of doubt about it and certainly wouldn't have believed in it until that man showed him the lines in his hand and, and showed him the correlating evidence. And because my brother is a very smart man, he couldn't disbelieve it. And so as he pondered on that, that there was truth in something he had never considered there could be truth in, that there was truth about his own life in the palm of his own hand. And then he considered, how perfect is God? How perfect is the creator of this universe that my physical body carries the road map of my life, could we ask for more perfection? And how could it not be? How could things be a perfect universe? As a perfect God creating a perfect universe, how can it not be perfect? How can the lines in my hand not correlate with who I am? I loved when my brother told me that story. I learned very much from my brother in that moment about the perfection in all things. I love the laws of the universe. I love universal laws. And one thing about them is that they're true always, everywhere, no matter what. One Earth universal law is gravity. And you know, gravity affects other planets too and according to physics at at different levels and such. So gravity is something that could be considered a universal law. And some people might argue with that. I'm not going to get in that argument. But the point is, gravity is everywhere. It's everywhere on Earth, even if you only consider Earth. It's everywhere on Earth, no matter where you are, no matter what country or society you live in, and no matter what point in time in history. Gravity is, is a universal law that Earth follows and that we follow along with it whether we like it or not. There are other universal laws, and I believe that the perfection of everything is a universal law. Consider, too, that when you look at all of known history that we have of human beings across time, because that's really what we have to go on. If you look at all of the known histories we have, whether ancient Chinese or the Mayans and so on, One thing that is a commonality between all of these is that these people studied the stars. These people had their own version of horoscopes. They had their versions of astrology. And astrology is something that I never used to give any credit to. But as I've studied it more, as I've looked into it and considered what is true for me and what is not true for me, I have found a lot there that is true for me. And it seems, it occurred to me as such an interesting dynamic that astrology, and if the palms of our hands are perfect, then of course the stars in the skies are perfect. And the many, many people across many different societies through time, distant distance, and culture have recognized that there is perfection in the stars and have learned in their own way and manner to follow it. So as you look at the stars, isn't there something beautiful that speaks to you? And maybe it doesn't, you don't know what your horoscope sign is or even care. But when you look at the stars, isn't there something that speaks truth to you? Can't you see the perfection of how they're all lined up for you to appreciate? And I'm going to come back to what I went over earlier, guys. When you... This is how you instantly manifest. When you trust in the perfection of everything, when you understand that every resource you ever have or will ever need is within arm's reach or a short walk or maybe a quick phone call, those things become available to you, and all of a sudden you find yourself manifesting instantly. And that's so much fun. Here's another thing. There's blocks that we have to instant manifestation. One, the biggest thing is the resistance that we are creating in no matter which way because of our beliefs, because of our history, because of our trauma, because of what somebody else told us. We have to be able to remove those manifestation blocks in order to manifest. And we can do that by changing our thoughts and changing our beliefs and changing our attitudes and Over time, that can absolutely happen and you can do that and you've done it and I've done it too. But here's another thing I've told you before. You can have, do or be anything you want, but first you must become the person to whom those things can happen. And you can do that slowly, step by step by step, by changing a thought and changing a mantra, which changes the thought, which changes the idea, which changes the behavior, which changes the experience, which changes the belief. Or, you can do it by trusting in the perfection of everything. Because when you can trust in the absolute perfection of everything around you, like I said earlier, your mind and your spirit agree. And there's no contention inside you when your mind and your spirit agree. And when your mind and your spirit are in agreement, That manifests in your physical body because your body just goes along with whatever your mind and your spirit are doing. So if your mind and your spirit are in agreement, your body is along for the ride and happy about it. And in that moment, when you are in full agreement, when you are in full alignment between your spirit and your mind and your body, in that moment, you are the person who can have, do, or be all of the things that you want to have, do, or be. Is that easy. But it's also, I know easier said than done because I've I've been there. I have struggled with with learning to manifest. I still struggle with learning to manifest because we can always be better. We can always be more. We can always improve everything about our lives, who we are in our situation. And as we improve our manifestation abilities, those things are what comes along with it. And you too can do this. But remember, you can have, do, or be anything you want. First, you must become the person that can have, do, or be those things. But by trusting in the perfection of everything, you become, through the alignment of your spirit, mind, and body, you become the person who can have, do, or be those things. I love you. I don't expect you to believe a word I say till you test it for yourselves. I am not trying to tell you what to think. I am trying to get you to think for yourselves. That's Stella, and I love you. I will see you next week. Mwah!